Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hi, I'm Maeve Marsden and you're listening to Queer Stories, the podcast for the LGBTQIA Storytelling Night I host and program in Sydney and Melbourne. This story was recorded at Giant Dwarf as part of my monthly Sydney event. Next up, radical black feminist theatre maker Candy Bowers. Candy is prolific, both in her work as an artist and as an activist. I've been following her career for years, so I was thrilled to have her perform both at Queer Stories in Sydney and Queer Stories Melbourne. Tonight I dedicate my performance to the black lesbian poet and educator Audre Lorde. 1934 to 1992. Many of the quotes in my piece come from her poetry collection, The Black Unicorn. Dear Audre, today I'm 38 years old. Today, I played Miriam Makeba for my students. I've designed a class called Decolonizing Theatre, and I open with the real version of The Lion Sleeps Tonight. In its original context, the song is a mourning song, a message stick, letting the village know that their king has died. The king is dead tonight. For me, the Disney-fied reappropriation of the song by the tokens is an excellent case study in how the coloniser took and reinterpreted African culture to put their minds at ease. Hush now, darling, don't cry, my darling, the lion sleeps tonight. Well, hush now, darling, don't cry, my darling, the lion sleeps tonight. In this version, we are at peace because the lion is asleep. The lion is something to fear. In the original, it is the lion who is finally at peace and the villagers weep. Now, sometimes I feel like the Grim Reaper killing my students' childhood joys. A side effect of giving life to the hearse stories that have been cast out and left for dead. Don't get me started on Pocahontas, y'all. <laughs> My interventions have not always been well received, but you, Audra, taught me to stay the path. When we speak, we are afraid to be heard or welcomed, but when we are silent, we are still afraid. So it's better to speak, you said. Dear Audra, today I am 21 years old. Today I was told by a series of agents and casting folks that I would not get work on the tally or stage in Australia because I don't represent enough of Australia. I challenged them. I said, I was, I'm a woman and I was born here. 
They told me to relocate. Yesterday, I graduated from three years of blood, sweat and tears at the National Institute of Dramatic Art. And today, I failed on entry. I have no prospects and no agents want to represent me. It's 2001, I'm 21, and I am crushed. What am I supposed to do with all of the characters inside of me? Like the brown best friend I wish Sally had on Home and Away. <laughs> oh, this potato salad's awesome, Pip. Sally, just going to head down to the beach because we're going to show the boys that we're just as good as volleyball at the, as they are. <laughs> Girls are as strong as boys, you know, Pip. <laughs> or like the homeless woman that I met on Michigan Avenue in the death of winter in Chicago last year. Well, every time I sit on the north side, all the south side buses come. Every time I sit on the south side, all the north side buses come. Well, don't sit on the side I'm sitting on because your bus ain't never going to come. <laughs> or the ladettes I met in the toilets at the Lion King in West End. Are you related to somebody in the cast? <laughs> are you in the show? You're not in the show. Where are you from? You're from Canada. Are you from Australia? No, you can't be from... Are you from Canada? <laughs> no, there's... Is there brown people in Australia? I didn't think that, because I've seen Home and Away. It doesn't look like there's brown people <laughs> in Australia. Are you related? Or what about that 40-year-old white South African man that I saw in the front of uh, the IGA in Newtown? Raisins. Raisins, mummy. I explicitly asked you to get me the muesli that was fruit-free. I can't shred if there's fruit in my muesli, mummy. <laughs> I'm gonna have to go in there myself, get the muesli off the shelf, and buy it. I'm gonna have to return this pack. <laughs> what am I gonna do with that guy? I really need to get him out of my body. Your words always soothed my pain. If I didn't define myself for myself, I'd be crushed into other people's fantasies and eaten alive. Dear Audra, today I am 34 years old and I'm creating a new character for my latest radical feminist collaboration called Hot Brown Honey. Play that tune. Audra, your poetry is keeping me brave. Hello, my name is Happy Makwewe, and I am newly arrived. I see many similarities between Australia and my home of South Africa. I'd like to sing you a classic song, a song that so many of us can relate to. I wrote it this morning. No, it didn't take long for the milky man To get his milk from his milky van To spread his cream right across my land No, it didn't take long for the milky man 
The colonizer not only wanted our land, they also wanted our bodies. They did not ask, they simply took what they wanted when they wanted it. Are you ready to learn the chorus? All right. Join in when you got it. Milky, milky, oh milky, milky man. Milky, milky, spray cream across the land. Let's try it. Milky, milky, oh milky, milky man. Milky, milky, spray cream across the land. And once he came, it was clear to see He came to plant, not to sow his seed Back to his own, he would go And we, we would sing of the days when we were free A madler to speak our language To dance our dances and to walk on our own land The spirit of our community is not lost We just have a barrier That we now name the white man are you ready for the chorus? Milky, milky, oh milky, milky man. Everyone! Milky, milky, spray cream across the land. Milky, milky, oh milky, milky man. Milky, milky, spray cream across the land. Now how this ends is a twist, you know, for the milkman's daughters began to grow. And as they grew, well, their milk it flowed, and they fed the daddy's babies from below. The white man preferred a light-skinned woman inside of the home. We cleaned their toilets, we cooked their dinner, and we fed our brothers and sisters with our breasts. Now at this point in the show, I did the boldest thing I've ever done in my life, which was to ask if there were any volunteers that were hungry of Dutch or English heritage. <laughs> we preferred male identifying participants and we dressed them as a baby in a nappy, a mop hat and a bib. I'd bring them up onto stage and breastfeed them while the audience sang the lullaby very gently. Milky, milky, oh milky, milky man. Milky, milky, spread his cream across the land. Gently. Milky, milky, oh milky, milky man. Milky, milky, spread his cream across the land. And I would say, now, Andrew Bolt, before you question a light-skinned black person about their racial identity and bring up the extraordinary, extraordinarily painful past of assimilation, you'll remember this chorus. Milky, milky, oh, milky, milky man. Milky, milky, spreads cream across my land. Thank you. Of course, uh, when, when I did that performance, we were in Darwin and there were quite a few white men that uh, created the hashtag, I'd like to be the milky man, not quite understanding Australia. Not quite understanding. Dear Audra, today I am 39 years old and I'm performing this piece for queer stories in the giant dwarf in Redfern. I just wanted to say, thanks for being my rock 
my ultimate lover and protector. Your words have been my savior, my hope, my anchor, my shoulder, my life jacket, my comfort and my oxygen. I'm not supposed to exist. Either were you. From one black unicorn to another, I wanted to say thank you. You died of cancer just shy of your 60th birthday. You said, life is short and what we have to do must be done now. Thank you for keeping me alive as an artist inside of the white supremacy of the Australian industry. I'm fearless, whole and real because you were black, lesbian, poet, educator. Thank you. Thanks for listening. For tickets and dates, follow Queer Stories on Facebook. And for late night ramblings and pictures of my dog, Frank, follow Maeve Marsden on Twitter. For discount tickets to my shows, as well as other perks, become a supporter of my work on crowdfunding platform Patreon for as little as $4 per month. Check out MaeveMarsden.com for more information.